How can we, as creative educators and entrepreneurs, find our authentic voice, get real in a world where real is hard to come by, and share our vision all while making some serious money and keeping it all balanced? Hey, hey, it's Alyssa with the Teacher Hustle Podcast. If you're new here, welcome. Thanks for taking a chance on me. I'm a fifth grade teacher, toddler mom, and serial entrepreneur. I'm answering all your burning questions and bringing you simple business tips, mindset shifts, and inspiration to help you turn your passion into an income that makes an impact without being overly complicated. You know that one thing you can't stop talking about? We are going to share it with the world. So grab a cup of coffee and let's bring your wildest ideas to life. There's a lot of shoulds in the marketing world. If you're a podcast listener, you've heard your fair share of shoulds. In fact, you probably have a mile-long to-do list as long as your CVS receipt full of things you should be doing. When I first started out in marketing, there wasn't this pressure. This was a long time ago, right? I first started out in 2012. I was working with local businesses, and I was mostly figuring out marketing strategy by reading books and just kind of figuring things out on my own networking, talking with other people and watching what other businesses were doing. So the shoulds actually weren't quite as heavy as they are today. Now we have shoulds coming from every angle. Everywhere we turn, there's a new business guru telling us they have the secret to making money. They have the secret to a successful business. Just listen to them and buy the thing that they're selling, and that will be your key to growing a successful business. So when I started listening to podcasts, that's when the shoulds really started in. And I wonder if you can relate to this. At first, it wasn't hard to deal with because I was only listening to one big marketing guru. And when I say big marketing guru, I mean someone who is not in the teaching world, who talks solely about marketing and is talking about making a lot of money. And usually they're famous and have lots and lots of followers. So in this podcast episode, I'm going to refer to them from now on as the BMG, big marketing guru, because I'm going to be talking about this big marketing guru a lot. And if you listen to podcasts, you probably listen to a big marketing guru or two. Um, And some of them are great, some of them not so great, but they do play into my biggest mistake that I've made in my business. So I'm going to refer to them as the BMG. When I started listening to these BMGs, I was good as long as I was listening to just one of them. But then as I started to listen to more than one, that's when the shoulds got really bad. Sometimes when I would listen to a podcast, I wouldn't even feel connected to the host, but then I would still somehow feel this pressure to follow their advice. Like because I listened to that episode and they were saying I should do that thing, I felt I should do that thing. And this was when I was really starting this business. So I would say back in like 2019 when I started really heavily listening to podcasts to get this business started. And I thought, and when I think back on that, I think, why was I doing that? Why would I listen to one of these BMGs and feel like I needed to do what they were telling me to do? Because in real life, if I was about to make a major decision, like, for example, if I was about to think about changing grade levels or changing my job, would I go ask 10 different people for their opinion, random people that I don't even know that well? Of course I wouldn't. I would probably get 10 different answers and I'd be more confused than when I started out and everything would be even more difficult. 
I would probably more likely ask one or two of my most trusted friends. And those are the people that I am always going to when I make a big decision, right? The ones that you know will listen and give you really good advice. And in the end, I would listen to my own instinct. I would make my own decision about that about that job change or that grade level change and my own gut feeling and my own heart, right? That's what we do when we have big decisions. So why is it that when it comes time to build our business, we revert back to asking everyone what to do? We feel obligated to follow the advice of people we don't even really click with. Is it because they're preaching about how much money they made? Is it because we get sort of lost in their story and the way they make us feel like we're missing out on some big secret, the FOMO? Is it the way they show off their shiny sports car and their fancy vacation? Why are we left with this feeling that we need to do more if we want to get the results we're looking for with an online business? And what are we looking for? What results are we looking for? Why are we here? Is it for a shiny sports car? Does that really align with who we are? And I'm not here to just lecture you on this. I totally fell for it. I did it too. I came onto the scene in 2019 and started listening to these BMGs and started to sort of fall for this and started to feel like I needed to do things that weren't aligned with my values if I wanted to be successful. But I didn't always realize it was happening. I would say the realization hit me in waves along the way, and I just kept making the mistake over and over. And now I've come to this point a year and a half, almost two years in, where I'm like, wait a second, that's a mistake. And I can really filter this stuff out. So I wanted to record a podcast episode today to help you filter this out sooner so that you don't make these mistakes like I did. For my first probably year and a half of business, I'm realizing now that though my gut would speak up when I would listen to these BMGs and hear some strategy that I didn't really want to try, I would try it anyway. I would go against my gut feeling and try the advice they gave me because they said I should, right? And so I wasn't listening to my instinct. I wasn't listening to my gut feeling. I wasn't checking in with my values and making sure I was really aligned with what I set out to do and my mission here with my online business. Because we all have a why. We all have a reason we're here. There's a reason you're listening to this podcast. You probably know you were made for more. You probably know you have the ability to impact kids on a greater scale. You probably know you have what it takes to do the hard things that running a business requires. You also have this really, really intuitive gut feeling about how that will will work and how it will be successful. And your your gut feeling is right. So that's those are your values. And I would encourage you to get out a piece of paper and really jot down your values as a, both a person and as a business. And then don't let these BMGs get in the way of your values. And I'll talk more about that in a minute. So here's what happened to me. As I would listen to the BMGs talk, I would have these thoughts, these little thoughts that came up. And they were pushing back against the ideas they taught. But then I would kind of silence my own intuition, put it in the back of my mind and figure, well, these guys, they're big marketing gurus. So they must know better than I do. And that was the massive mistake. They don't know better than me. Like I just said, 
We have our own instinct, our own knowledge of our businesses. So these big marketing gurus, they don't know me. They don't know my audience. They don't know you. They don't know my situation. They don't know everything. Just because they make a lot of money or they made a lot of money in their business does not mean they know how we should do that in our businesses. And so I want to admit that this very recently became shockingly clear to me when I started making sure that the BMGs I was listening to really aligned with my values as a person and as a business. And I started tuning in a little bit more, being a little bit more aware and allowing myself to push back against what they were saying. And so I downloaded this app called Clubhouse, and this is where it became shockingly clear. If you've heard of Clubhouse, um, If you've heard of Clubhouse, you may be on it and you may also be addicted to it like I am. If you haven't heard of it, it's a new app. It's invitation only right now, um, only for iPhone users, although I think they may be testing it on Android. It's almost like a podcast, but it's interactive. So you can have a back and forth with your listeners. You can call listeners up to the stage to talk with you about whatever you're talking about, which is really cool. And at first I was obsessed. I thought, What a great way to connect with your audience. What a great way to network, which you know I love. And I still feel this way. I still feel it's a great app for networking. But after spending a few weeks with my earbuds constantly in my ears because I was totally glued to this thing for 24 hours a day, listening to all the conversations taking place and feeling like if I took my earbuds out, I would miss a conversation because this is not recorded. It's all live. Almost like that app Periscope that was live video, but it's audio. And then this, I realized something. First of all, FOMO is real. It's I could take my earbuds out and I wasn't going to miss anything that was going to make or break my business. Um, but also Clubhouse, the conversations there weren't always making me feel good. Sometimes they were stressing me out. First of all, in the app, and if you've been on there, you've heard this probably, there's a lot of cold pitching happening. So people kind of came in and said, oh, this is a great opportunity for me to network. I'm going to pop into all these different conversations and pitch myself. And I was in a room with another, it was hosted by another person who is a business coach for teachers. And she was doing an amazing job of hosting. Think of it like she's ha- she's running a podcast and then it is for her audience. The title is like for teacher business owners and she's inviting people up to speak. And this guy came up and he was very obviously just trying to sell his own services. He didn't know anything about teaching. He didn't really care about the conversation he gave a really awkward and totally uninvited two-minute pitch for his business, and then he left the room immediately after. Just cringy to listen to. And she handled it so well with such grace, but I was sitting there annoyed because he stole her stage to pitch himself, and it just felt icky and gross and not aligned with anyone's values, really, Um that that anybody that was in the room, anybody that was listening, I'm sure I wasn't the only one who was like, wow, that was really bad. And that's not the only time it's happened. On Clubhouse, there are entire rooms full of people like this, just pitch after pitch and brag after brag, and lots and lots of talk about real estate, sports cars, and multiple six and seven figure businesses, people making millions and billions of dollars and promising you that you can do the same. And just, I've started to feel yuck about the whole thing. Tons of advice on just how to make big bucks fast. And to be very honest, it all made me a little bit nauseous. Like I just, I'm not into it. 
And it's not the app that I don't like. I do like the app. I do like some of the great conversations happening there. And I don't dislike these big marketing gurus either. It's no one's fault but my own that I'm allowing myself to listen to these conversations and for a long time allowed myself to feel influenced by them. If someone's values don't align with your own, why listen to them? Why keep them around as a mentor? Is it because of FOMO? I think it's time that we check in and make sure that we're following mentors that align with our values and who we really know and like and trust. And then put everybody else to the side and not feel like they have the life-changing secret and we're missing out by not listening to their conversation. If you start listening to a mentor on a podcast, on an app like Clubhouse, you purchase a course, you're watching a YouTube video, you're in a free Facebook group, you're on Instagram, and something they say feels off, trust that. Don't just go with their advice. You have to trust yourself. That's what this podcast episode is all about. I want to tell you about a few times when I made the mistake, the massive mistake of following the advice of a big marketing guru, a BMG, and it didn't go well. And I should have known it wouldn't go well because it wasn't aligned with my values. And so maybe I can save you a little time in your business by sharing this. But at the very least, I hope you leave this podcast episode with a little more trust in yourself. So the first time this happened to me, uh, there was this BMG concept that when you're creating content for social, email, blogs, podcasts, you should stick with the why and not the how. You've probably heard this advice before, right? Don't give away too much free content. Make sure you're always talking about why they need your product and don't give out any how-to, especially if you're a course creator, because we want to save the paid content for your course. This is the, the big claim, the big secret they make. That if you give too much away, that your audience then won't buy your products and they won't buy your offerings. So when I first heard this, I thought, shoot, this is going to be hard. I'm a teacher. Like this, It's in my DNA to teach the how. That's what I do. I break things down into doable steps and I use these weird analogies to help people understand the things that I teach. How can I put that aside and not teach? And that should have been my sign right there. My pushback, my gut feeling, my instinct that, oh, but I'm a teacher. How am I going to not teach? That should have been my sign right there not to follow up with this strategy. I have 100% permission, and I give you permission too, to say, no, I'm not going to do that, actually. That actually doesn't align with my values, but I didn't. For a while, I actually tried this out. I was like, okay, let me map out my topics so I can stay away from the how. And when I started doing that, I started to dread creating content because everything I was creating felt so surface level and shallow. And I was talking in circles and being really fluffy. There was a particular video series that I created for one of my launches of Teacher Hustle University, where I actually followed a script of one of these that one of these BMGs was giving out. I know I'm embarrassed to say it. And it was so fluffy. There was nothing good in that, in that video series. Like it was very hard to take anything away and use it in your business because the script had me talking in circles about why they needed my product and why it was so important. And I hated every minute of making those videos. I hated recording them. I think I recorded them over about 20 times before I ever settled on something. I hated putting them out into the world. I hated watching them. I was like cringy. I could not stand to watch them back. And I deleted them as soon as my launch was over. 
And it's because I hate fluff. I'm actionable. I can't stand when things are fluffy. I like to be effective and I like to like, let's get going. Let's get this done. So that strategy was exhausting. And it felt like I was swimming upstream against what naturally comes to me, the way that I like to serve and show up and teach. But because that BMG told me that was the script I should follow to make money and to get my the word out about my business, I tried it. So after a few weeks of trying this content strategy, putting out that video series, I, like I said, was dreading it and nothing felt fun anymore. And it felt like I was trying really hard to just follow someone else's idea of how I should be doing things. So that's when I decided, forget it. I am not going to focus on just focusing on the why. I'm going to teach because that's not what I'm about. I'm not here to show up and give you fluff. I'm not trying to get into some millionaire's club. That's not why I started, right? If you know my why story, you know why I started. I started so that my family could take a vacation in the summer so that I could stay home with my third baby. I did not start this to get a sports car. (laughs) Um, I'm trying to help teachers spread impact. That's what makes me feel really good about this business is when you guys share your stories with me about how you were able to reach more classrooms. So when you start to feel the pressure of having to do something that some BMG tells you to do, go back to your why story. Why did you start this? What are you here for? Write it down and keep it close by. If the strategy you're about to try doesn't align with your why story and the reason you showed up to this space in the first place, don't do it. Say no. You are allowed to push back against these strategies. What if we took a really good hard look at ourselves and our values and our why story and we just got super clear on all of that? And then as we listen to podcasts and we listen to Clubhouse and we and we listen to Instagram gurus and we listen to some of these strategies, we can filter them out and we could think about our values and our why story and say, no, actually that strategy is not going to be part of my plan. What if we listen to one or two mentors and really focus on what they were saying rather than feeling like we're missing out by not listening to every single mentor there is under the sun? What if you found someone else that was really aligned with your values and just consumed everything they told you to do and implemented that? What if we got so clear on our strategy for marketing or for growing our business that when some BMG suggests some out of alignment idea, we don't even blink. We're like, no, that's just not in my plan or it's not in my plan right now. So that's my challenge for you this week. I want you to take out a journal and write down your values, both as a person and as a business and write down your why story. Why did you start this business? And then I want you to start to cross check every single action you take in business with your values. And you make sure that everything you do is aligned, feels good, feels light, feels like you're serving, feels like you are making impact, because I bet that's what your values are. If you're if you're listening to this podcast and your values are aligned with mine, then we're here for impact, right? We're educators. We're here to make a difference. And we're here to get the money we deserve. So I'm not saying you can't be motivated by money, but just listen to your gut when it comes to choosing your mentors. When you're trying a new strategy, do your value check. Check in with your values. If you're listening to a new mentor, you try a new podcast, value check. Does it align or not? If you're hiring someone, this is really important. Value check. Let them know what your values are. 
I have a whole onboarding procedure that I do with my new team members and I share my values and they better be aligned, right? If I'm hiring somebody for my team, then we need to be on the same page about that. If you're pitching yourself to a podcast, here's another spot. Be really careful. Don't pitch yourself to just any podcast. Make sure that podcast aligns with your values because you're showing that when you appear on that person's podcast, you're showing that you're aligned. So make sure you are. It's time that we get used to trusting ourselves again and not feeling this pressure, this should pressure. We should be doing this. We should be doing that. I think especially with online businesses, that can be really consuming. You have the power to make smart decisions in your business. You're skilled. You're savvy. You can decide what works for you. You know your audience well enough to know what works for them. So go confidently into your next work session and stick really close to your values. Thanks for listening to the Teacher Hustle podcast. I love hearing from you. So if you loved this episode, please consider leaving a review. You can also join our Facebook group, Teacher Hustle Podcast, to chat about all things business, mindset, and marketing. I also love to chat in the Instagram DMs, so send me a DM or tag me in your post. My name is Teacher by Naptime over there. I'll see you in the next episode.